today's very special Christmas Eve episode of the BS Podcast is brought to you as always by ZipRecruiter. You know what's not smart? Nephew Kyle leaves, doesn't even check to see if we're taping this. Did he make sure Isaac was coming? Kyle leaves, he's just gone. That's it. It's not his responsibility anymore. That wasn't smart. You know what else isn't smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. They find people with the right skills for your job. They actively invite them to apply. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Speaking of smart, Hotel Tonight shows you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms. They make it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. Even though their name's Hotel Tonight, you can book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place with a pool, and more. Start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels. Go to hoteltonight.com or download their app. Right now, we're also brought to you by TheRinger.com, the world's greatest website, where there will be content this week. Not that much content, but there will be some content. And then uh, Ringer Podcast Network. How many Ringer NBA shows this week, Isaac? We were doing three this week. We're doing three this week? One that's already banked that's going up tomorrow morning. Uh, one reacting to the Christmas Day games on the 26th and a corner three on Friday. That's the star of Hallelujah, Isaac Lee. <laughs> that now, now phenomenon. How many views for that, Isaac? Uh, about 350 on YouTube, I believe. And then like 750, 800 on Twitter. On Twitter, yes. God, they flew him to Dallas. This is great. What a, what a month for Isaac. You get to do this podcast at 10 o'clock at night, <laughs> and you get to fly to Dallas to sing the Lucas song. Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, that's his podcast. I don't think he's doing it this week, but for the playoffs, be ready for it. You know what is coming this week? The Rewatchables, our last one of the year, Tombstone. So you have one more day to watch it before we do it. That is coming up. I think we're putting either, uh, I think it's Christmas Day. Yeah, a little Christmas Day present for you. And then we're coming back with a 50-week season next year. So be ready for that. Coming up, the cuz, Cousin Sal, but first, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, Cousin Sal's on the line. We were taping this very late at night on a Sunday night. It was better to do this late at night than on Christmas Eve morning. By the time you would have heard this, nobody would have cared. Isaac is here. Isaac on short duty. Nephew Kyle stiffed us, Sal. He just left. He left us. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gone. You know what? I hope this results in Nephew Isaac getting a, a tattoo for the BS pod. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great uh, way to flip the tables on Kyle. Exactly. Right? Nephew Isaac. I like Nephew that. Nephew Isaac. <laughs> You have a Korean nephew? <laughs> He's my first Korean nephew. I love this. This is great. Sal. Yeah. What a day. I'm still trying to figure out how I pushed on Eagles minus two. I'm still trying to figure out the playoff picture, which is probably the most complicated I can remember heading into week 17. I really thought it was going to be less complicated, but there's only three meaningless games out of 16, as far as I can tell. Yeah, that part's weird. There's so what they do is they make they make sure that no team could see what the other team that they need to win or lose does first before they yeah. play. So they stack like, you know, like Baltimore and um who do I want to say? Like Pittsburgh play at the same time. So as a result, I think we have eight or nine late afternoon games on Sunday. 
I love it. And what I thought we'd do, we're going to switch the format up a little bit. Mm-hmm. When we guess the lines, we'll talk about all the playoff implications. And I split them up into, because we we screw this up every year. Every year, I, This year, I finally paid attention, Sal. You'd be proud of me. Okay. I really tried to figure out what was going on. But before we get to all the lines, what was your biggest surprise of the day today? I have to say, my biggest surprise is, and it came in a winning effort, but my biggest surprise is I found, I think I found a team we could bet against in the playoffs. You know, we've been Mm. looking all year, usually by week 10, it's an AFC South team that we think is going to sneak in or something, and we really couldn't commit. But uh, you ready? You ready to hear it? Yeah. New England Patriots. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I hate everything I see out of them. And I know it's everything that you've laid out for me over over the course of the year, but my God, I had them minus 12 and a half, and I know they won by 12, and it seems like it's convincing 24-12, but they don't, they don't look like a well-coached team anymore beyond everything else. And I'll let you, I'll let you uh, go off on it in a bit, but just the little things like a fourth and four from the 45, they're not lining up to draw the team off sides. They're not doing that. Brady doesn't look good. Uh, uh, Gronk looks like he OD'd on Molly uh, last night. Like I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't even know what he's doing on, on the field anymore. Like benching him would make more, much more sense than benching Malcolm Butler. I mean, what do what do you see? Is it is it too late to say that they're playing possum anymore? What's going on? Yeah, so I would say it's way too late. Yeah. I've been trying to tell you this all year. You never want to listen to me. I know, I know. I told you we're not good. But here's the thing: nobody's good. Yeah, there's no good teams. Who was good today? Who were you impressed by? Seattle well, looked good. They lost to San Francisco last week. Yeah. I every every week now for the last four, we've gone in, we've either gone into weeks or come out of these weeks and been like, watch out for these guys. You want to you don't want to see these guys. Mm-hmm. And and now we've pretty much run through the whole league. And I'm pretty sure I want to see every every team. I'm not afraid of one team. So I, when I when I look at the Patriots, I'm like, yeah, this is the least talent they've had since 2009. It's the most unimpressive Belichick Brady season, probably since the the year before they won back to back Super Bowls in in uh, 03 and 04. and yet they're going to get a buy in 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 round one, and then in round two probably play Houston, who they beat all the time. Right. I don't even remember the last time we've lost to Houston, and then you know who knows what could happen in in uh in the Chiefs, whoever they play. So I don't know. Is that, are you impressed by the Chiefs' defense? You don't think the Patriots could run on the Chiefs? No, not at all. And they played them already, and they they did all that. But I would say, and I'm trying to look for positives, but I would say, especially in the AFC, I would only count out, I think, the Titans if they made it to the playoffs. I think any other team could make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC, right? Who, who am yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. Because the Titans, the QB thing is just too dicey. Right, right. I I personally would have a hard time believing Baltimore is actually going to win three straight playoff games and make the Super Bowl with a rookie QB. I sent you Ravens, uh, just a text today, Ravens Saints 20 to 1 odds before the games today. And you, was you, nice. didn't, you, didn't, you didn't even care to respond. You don't even care. You don't like that at well, all. Well, because I thought the Saints might lose. Mm-hmm. Once it shaped up that that was a do or die game for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. I thought. First of all, I was really proud of myself. I stayed away from that game and I stayed away from the Seahawks game. I just felt like those were kind of coin flippy. But um but I just thought I felt like the Steelers, I was like, well, they'll that they, they'll throw the kitchen sink at the Saints and probably mm-hmm. win. And they threw the kitchen sink. Roethlisberger played about as well as he could play. Yeah. And they couldn't get it done. I, I and 
the fake punt at midfield is going to live in infamy if they don't make the playoffs, Stupid. which they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But holy, if that was my team, I that's all I would talk about for the entire holidays. People would be running for me at the Christmas table. The fake punt? Yeah. Well, what especially you when you, and I tweeted that, I don't want to recount uh, tweets from all day, but, but you know, you have 17 all pros on that team. Like you could have gone Schuster, Antonio Brown, uh, Jalen Samuels, the whole fourth quarter. Just, just alternate who you're getting it to. Forget Ridley, you know. And I know Schuster fumbled at the end, but that would have been the that would have been the recipe to win that game. And cert- I swear to God, I think the up pack thought it was fourth and two. I thought he, I think he thought it was fourth and two when he took that ball. The way he celebrated after like a four that and a half hilarious. yard gain, it's a, it's not hard. Just look to the other side of the field. You'll see those orange uh, like little bags on the field. That's where you have to get for a first down. What what went on there? I don't. I thought it was awful, and it was a typical terrible Pittsburgh loss that. You come yeah. out of the game, and you're like, man, oh, if, if we didn't do this, if we didn't make this dumb play, if we didn't, and then we, you know, a yet another game where they kind of felt like they gave it away. Because I thought they were probably the better team. Breeze made some great plays. They, they, I thought this was an unusually good week 16. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest reason was the quarterbacks all showed up for the most part, right? Yeah. Mahomes and Wilson were both terrific. Wilson was some of the throws he made in that Sunday night game were outrageous. Dynamite. He was great. Breeze and Roethlisberger, I really enjoyed that one. Um, what was it? There was another one. I thought Lamar Jackson was really good last night. Yeah, sure. And I thought the Rivers was probably the only one out of all the MVP candidates and extended candidates who didn't really have a good game. Brady, right. Brady looked up and down and skittish yet again. And I just don't, I don't think he's in that conversation anymore. I hate to say it, but I, I've been watching the Patriots for four months. I don't, I don't feel. Oh, Luck was the other one who came through late. He threw a and bad Nick pick Foles early, but yeah, he did well. And Nick Foles came. Nick Foles made some big plays. Well, too, I was I just going to say that's you know we could say oh I don't know who which quarterback's looking great who's but Nick Foles is the bar right now right that's what you yeah. need to get you to the Super Bowl we saw it last year he did it and he got hot and that's all that mattered so. Um, and I don't that think game, you can count anyone out. Maybe Blaine Gabbard didn't count out, but other the, uh, these other guys are all in it. So I won Eagles one and a half on an actual bet, but on the podcast on right. Thursday it was two. It ended up being a push, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around. But the Eagles dominated that game. Can was, you wrap your head around Doug Peterson going for a two point conversion? Like what? <laughs> no. What is that guy doing? I think so. I think I've been on the wrong side of a missed PAT. Yeah. 98 out of 100 times this year. I don't mm-hmm. know how it's possible, but every team I've bet on has somehow missed a PAT in the first half. Yeah, so right. they go up 29-16. Um, they have the ball. They Houston doesn't do anything. Philly gets the ball back, and Adams fumbles. They're running at the clock. There's like seven minutes left. Mm-hmm. Houston comes down, scores. Philly gets rid of the ball again. I think they might, they might have even fumbled again. I can't remember how Houston got it back. But Watson gets two third and 11s, one of which was like three different guys should have sacked him and didn't. And he's just like Spider-Man moving around. That was a spectacular escape mission. Really, really good. I don't know where he ranks on the scariest QBs to gamble against because Rodgers has definitely fallen back. Mm -hmm. And I think Brady has too. But Mahomes and, uh, and Deshaun have definitely ascended. Because right. it's that both guys, it's like, oh, we got him. Oh, oh, he got away. Oh, my God. How did he do that? And uh, so, so so anyway, Houston ends up not winning. 
But um, the shame of it is it doesn't seem like Philly's going to make the playoffs. And I think they're one of the six best teams, right? Yeah, they got hot too late. It's like one week know. too late. Their defense, well, not that it was great today, but, um, you know, got torched by Amari Cooper, who's sort of disappeared, which is also an odd thing. The Cowboys are winning and that guy's not factoring in. But yeah, I think um, they'll, they'll be nine and seven. The the Vikings will be nine, six and one. That's what we think for the sixth seed. Yeah. And, and I don't want to see the Vikings in the playoffs. I don't think they're good. I want to see Philly in the playoffs. I, th- I think that, I think Philly at Chicago is, is, Kind of overqualified to be a round one playoff game. Well, that's I'm predicting that's the Saturday night game. Oh yeah, I'm predicting it already. Whoever Chicago hosts uh, is the Saturday night game, whether it's uh, Philly or Minnesota. And the Shakey's game, first game has to be. I'm assuming Texans win that division. Yeah, Texans versus winner of Colts, Tennessee. All right, we'll get to it when we do the games. But I can I can see Houston blowing that Jacksonville game. Houston blowing the Jacksonville game. All yeah, right, we'll, we'll get to it, but that that line seems short for me. So Houston, no Lamar Miller. Maybe he'll come back that next week. I don't know, but mm-hmm. the Demarius Thomas looks like he's done for the year. Yeah, they lost the other guy. What's that guy's name? Cutie. Yeah, <laughs> is, is that how you pronounce his <laughs> name? It? Cutie, Cotie, Cutie. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cote, Cote, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. even know. Uh, you know, I have dyslexia uh, pronunciation. <laughs> They uh they lost the tight end. They that was the crazy thing about them getting those two touchdowns against the Eagles. Like they really had no skill guys left other than Hopkins, and he's yeah. hurt too. Alfred Blue at fourteen yards rushing, aside from whatever uh, Deshaun Watson put up. And if you watch the whole game, the Eagles were really had a big pass rush on him. I thought for all four quarters, and it's a miracle that he did get sacked fourteen times. Mm-hmm. I think that's a winnable game for Jacksonville. It's just classic. Like Bortles screws them out of a top five pick, makes some things happen. They feel good about themselves. They go six and 10. They knock Houston out of it. And the thing is, if Houston loses that game and Indianapolis beats Tennessee, Indianapolis is the division champ. Yeah. Or if Tennessee wins, they're the division champ. But I care about Indianapolis because oh, we have money oh, in yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, we have right. Yeah. No, we have absolutely. them at 20 to one. So we, yeah. we actually can hedge that. I'm trying to figure out how we hedge it. So we do, we just do a parlay with, um, with the, no, we'd have to bet the Texans. No, right? we, no, all we do is we have the Colts at 20 to 1 to win the division. So all we do is just bet the Houston money line and we win either way. And then wait. Well, we don't win either way because they'd still have to win the, the Sunday night game. What do you mean? No, if Houston, oh, I, I see. If the Texans yeah, if, win, we win that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. I was rooting. I, there was a scenario where it, maybe in my head it made sense, but I wanted Ravens-Browns to be Sunday night game somehow, but I don't think it can happen. I, I mean, I don't think there were, it could have played out in a way where if Pittsburgh had lost, it would have been for absolutely nothing. Yeah. But if they had bet on, oh, Pittsburgh is going to win, so now the Ravens have to beat the Browns to win the division, I think right. that would have been a much better Sunday night game than And they could have played, they could have built it like, Baker's going for the offensive rookie of the year, which I kind of think, is he in the lead now? What do you think? I mean, Barkley's not putting up the numbers. They have 43 yards rushing. I thought they'd just give him the ball 45 times today. Who cares if they beat the Colts? Yeah, it seems like they're trying not to put any more miles on Barkley, which I yeah. totally agree with, right? Why, why, why have him take more hits? Uh, we, for the offensive rookie of the year, which I have at six to one, that's why. 
More <laughs> I reason, forgot man. you had that. <laughs> who's your Who's your MVP now? Is it, it Breeze now? I still go Mahomes. I think fifty and five thousand is is just a spectacular uh, couple of numbers there. Only Manning only did it. He's the only one to do it. So now what's he at forty eight and close to five thousand? He'll have to play next week. So I, I, I like Mahomes. He has fifty touchdowns. 5,000 yards and 15 times Chris Collinsworth has gone, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He loves him. There's some good wow guys this year, but I think Mahomes is the number one wow guy. He's had he's had at least, I don't know, 12 throws from arm angles that I'm not sure I've ever seen before. I know, but everyone needs to calm down with that. He was a baseball player. His old man was a shortstop. Like, he's used to throwing that way. So it's, I know, but I like, enjoy it. I'm just saying like, oh I enjoy God. it. I know, but they're like, how is he doing? His his arm, the, the bones aren't supposed to go that way. It's like, yeah, every shortstop. I know it's holding yeah, true. a football. That is a good point. I know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you think like uh, Derek Jeter's watching this, just getting annoyed. Yeah, exactly. He's not, he's not going through his legs. He's like, I've I've done this double no, play still my time. Wow, I I thought I think Breeze, I think he locked it up today. I oh, think really? He, yeah, because the media, but the MVP is a narrative, and the narrative is going to be Breeze and the Saints going fourteen and two, and whatever win streak they're on right now. I can't even remember how many games it's been, but it might be dead even. This would be the first time, like. It, it, the offensive rookie in the year and MVP have never been this close this late in the year. So we should take a look at that. The funniest thing about the NFL MVP is I always care who wins, but then after they win, I can't remember who won. Yeah, right. In the NBA, you could tell, throw any year at me, I'd remember. In the NFL, because it it's almost no always impact. Brady versus Rodgers, it comes down to it. You know, like it was nice this year. We got a little break from that. Sorry, my dad is out of his mind about the Lamar Jackson, Sony Michelle thing, even though Sony was good today. Oh yeah. But he was on the Lamar Jackson thing from before the draft. Mm-hmm. We had two cracks at him. We passed him twice. He's t- he talked about it all summer. And then Brady's starting to look, you know, like a 41 year old man trying to play quarterback. And now Lamar comes in and the way they were talking about him in the broadcast and, you know, this is he, he, these big stages. This is where he comes alive, and my dad can't handle it. <laughs> it's it's rough. It, it is crazy that we didn't take him. We had two first round picks. Look, I I love your dad. I think he's going to live for a long time. But uh, I think Brady's going to be the last quarterback he sees. I mean, Brady's <laughs> not going to leave for 15, 17 years. It's going to be bad. He's he's going to leave on his terms. Unless Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson can play tight end for them right now. I I agree with that, but. I don't know. I don't think you're getting a clean break from Brady anytime soon. Yeah, he's going to be like no Wiley on ER, yeah. where he's just like, as long as this show's on, I'm not leaving. Right, right. I'm going to keep <laughs> cashing these checks. Let's uh, let's take one more break, and then we're going to talk about one of the craziest fantasy league things that I can remember. All right. Let's take a break to talk about Project Blue Book on History Channel, based on the true top secret 1950s and 60s United States Air Force Investigations of the same name, Project Blue Book, follows Dr. J. Allen Hynek, a brilliant astrophysicist and college professor recruited to spearhead this clandestine operation. In total, there were 12,618 UFO sightings reported to Project Blue Book, of which 701 remain unidentified. Each episode will draw from the actual files. It stars Aiden Gillen, who you might know as Littlefinger on Game of Thrones, EP'd by Robert Zemeckis, the one and only. 
It is a new drama. It premieres Tuesday, January 8th at 10 ET 9 Central on History Channel. Visit history.com slash Project Blue Book to learn more. You believe in UFOs, Isaac? I do not. I not only believe in them, I really believe in them. So I'm going to be watching Project Blue Book. I'm a UFO guy. Check it out. Check out history.com slash Project Blue Book. So our fantasy league, I swear this isn't going to be a people talk about their fantasy league story. We had the most controversial trade that's ever happened in our league. We've discussed this on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. It was an 0-5 team traded Todd Gurley. Classic three for one. Polarizing when it happened. Became more polarizing. The team that got Todd Gurley ended up making the finals. We had a whole other round of emails this week that lasted two days that, yeah. it, that got testy again. And everything led to... Todd Gurley getting scratched two hours before the late games, but too late for the team that got Todd Gurley, our friends Jamie and Tall John, were not able to sub in anyone else because all of the other backups had started except for Chris Carson's backup, and they had to start two Seattle running backs in the finals, and they already lost. Yep. Sal, (laughs) was this the greatest example ever of karma in a fantasy league that you've ever seen or no? You think so? Oh, I think it was. I was I was playing Radiohead Karma Police all day and just thinking of Tall John and Jamie. Really? As Todd Gurley with the scratch. I first of all, I've never heard of the guy being approved to play and then getting scratched to, like yeah. 90 minutes before the game. That was unbelievable. He's the opposite of Juju Smith Schuster, who came out and actually tweeted or sent a message. I forgot how he met with an Instagram. It's like, I'm bet you drafted me, you're gonna get the best of me. I'm gonna go out there and try. I, you know. Not even sure I should be playing, but I'm going to go out there. But Gurley stops seven yards short of the end zone, decides he's not playing, tells him he is playing. You know, he plays it completely differently. Than I Juju actually Smith. think I think the the TV networks actually handled it wrong. It should have been treated like the most important story of the day. Mm-hmm. It's you know how they have the breaking news thing where it says like breaking news Dallas yeah. has won the division. It all of the breaking news should have been Todd Gurley's now playing. You're effed if you have him. Yeah, it affected more viewers than uh, than any other thing that could have popped 100%. up. Hundred percent. Because odds are, if you had Todd Gurley, you're probably in the finals. Guy mm-hmm. was putting up twenty plus points a game. Well, so now you could say how you really feel to Tall and Jamie because they're not going to vote you out. They're not going to win. <laughs> so go ahead, let it fly. <laughs> I, well, we we still haven't figured out how to do rules on trades. Whether you do a trade committee or. If a team's down down a certain ga- number of games below 500, should they be prevented from trading? Like, there's no solution. That's the most frustrating thing about it. I don't think you want 0 and 5 teams to end up 1 and 13, whatever the fuck I was, 1 and 13, 1 and 12, whatever it was. Because, you know, you're if you're vying for the playoffs, you're going to need that bad team to beat someone along the way. You don't need them to lose the rest of the way. So you can't really. You need to inspire them to to keep making moves and stuff. Now, maybe they shouldn't have traded their best player, but I don't know. What what if we just vote on trades? Well, what I was thinking was, all right, so you start a service. Maybe you and I, we start this service. Mm -hmm. And people just, when there's been a controversial trade, they just mail us the trade. And then we decide. We're like Roger Goodell. We just come in. We know nothing other than what the records are of the teams. Mm Mm-hmm. And here is the trade. Does this trade seem fair? And we look at it in five seconds and say no. Like this should be Amazon is has the Alexa. They put all like billions of dollars into Alexa. It's pretty good. Like just 
hey, Alexa, is this trade fair? And then like Todd Gurley, whatever, you say the trade. And then Alexa goes, no, the trade <laughs> is not fair for the team that got Todd Gurley. Right. And then that's it. You can't make the trade. I this like is, that. Let's I spend like our that. money then, this way. Then we miss out on hundreds of emails where people call each other's mother's names and stuff like that. Like that that's fun stuff to me. I mean, I, I don't know. This could be it for our league. It really could. It really split the league apart. I watched with Hench, and he was rooting against the team that had Gurley so much that they also had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Yeah, he was rooting against them so much that he was freaking out about Rodgers because he thought he was playing. He thought you had Rodgers. He was playing you in the consolation game, yeah. and every time Rodgers scored, he went nuts. I'm like Hench, you're not even playing against Rodgers. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, right. That's a team who has Gurley. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just so mad. Yeah, <laughs> he he definitely yeah. Uh... He definitely lost that. I didn't, first of all, why did we have a consolation game? Does third place uh, get like money? Third place gets more money than fourth, yeah. Oh, I would have been rooting for that a little bit harder. <laughs> so yeah, Alexa and people with Amazon, come up with some sort of trade judge that that uh, can just veto trades that seem slightly unfair. Because you're right. If a team's 0-5 and there's no rules against it, why not make a trade? Yeah. Who cares? What do you care if you're screwing up the playoff? Picture? The other thing is we could put it to a Twitter poll. And if like 65% think it's unfair, then, you know, that could be the Alexa for now. I asked people in the ringer slack about it. And Riley, who cares about fantasy as much as anyone at the ringer, mm-hmm. um, thought it was unfair unless they were planning on spinning one of the running backs off into somebody else. Interesting. Yeah, I, I just want the 40 hours of my life back that were spent on that email chain and just getting email after email while we're all at work having to deal with like more important things. And there's just this chain that won't end. People yelling at each other. Oh my I, God. I think forget about getting the hours back. I think we need to add a few more. I really want to get a roundtable discussion. We'll put it on the ringer. We'll get me, you, Tall, Jamie, Hench, Powell. And of course, we'll get Brad in there. And let's just hash it out because you're right. There are some friendships that are going to be lost over this. Hench is a madman with this. You have to hear him. I was thinking of maybe we just do a documentary. Maybe I get the guys who did uh, the Momentum Momentum Generation on HBO. Maybe this like is their it. next project. They just <laughs> talk about how our league fell apart. Yeah. So yeah. So Rogers had 47 fantasy points today, mm-hmm. which had to have swung. I don't know a decent amount of leagues, right? Rodgers had to have been starting for some people out there. I think so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't announced till uh, Thursday-ish that he was actually going to start. Right. And uh, But that, I think, was just, he was just willed. He didn't want to go 0-8 on the road, and especially against the Jets' four-win team, right? Jets have four wins. Well, he didn't so, want to lose the Jets because he's going to be playing for them in about four years. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be playing for where, wherever Vince McMahon puts him uh, in two years. <laughs> oh, yeah, the except for going to end up. Yeah. C.J. Anderson was another one. He might have swung some leagues. If that your was league, it. that's my guy. If your league allowed, uh, I don't know, like week of the finals pickups or if, so, I don't know. That would have been the only way because it's not like he was Gurley's backup all year. Mm-hmm. But no, not at all. Yeah, he was solid. Nick Foles, he might have oh, swung some. I don't know. Do we do? We're just going by like players who shouldn't have uh, done anything. No, just some some fantasy heroes. They, oh, we, I see. We spend uh, first of all, we spend months at months and months throwing ourselves in the stupid fantasy leagues. And mm-hmm. then it gets decided by CJ Anderson and Nick Foles and Aaron Rodgers having his one good game of the year and Todd Gurley deciding not to play. Right. 
and Pat Mahomes. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. About Kyle Rudolph, did nothing for me all year. I'm out of the playoffs, catches a Hail Mary. One that I've never seen only one guy out of 16 in the end zone jump for a ball. Uh, that was his uh, Minnesota before the half against the Lions. Um, Baldwin. Baldwin was big tonight. Baldwin's good. good. I actually ones. thought of one more idea for fantasy. All right. So our, our league, it's six teams make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The three through six play, and then the top two teams get a bye. Right. What if the top two teams got to draft one player each from everyone who didn't make the playoffs. So you just get one player from the four rosters that didn't make it. That's the one like advantage plus the bye week. Now it's now the winning the regular season is actually worth something. Hmm. Now this sounds like someone who scored 72 points after his bye week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rule coming. <laughs> I don't mind it. That would be pretty cool. That would be kind of cool. Well, because the whole thing is, you, whatever happens in the regular season, you make the playoffs, and then it's just like you're shaking a snow globe. Right. And there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. So it's like, well, maybe there's some sort of advantage to winning it beyond you just get a bye week. That's so it's not, not like bad. you have home field advantage. That's not bad. Yeah. Let's bring it up in the round table. I'm excited for this. <laughs> On the You really want to do the round table? I really want to do it. On the other side of the year. Let's just, I mean, everyone will still be as pumped up about it as they are right now. Do you think we're still going to have a world in nine months? <laughs> no. No, that's all we have to do in January. <laughs> Probably get it over with? I mean, seriously, the government we, can shut down, but our fantasy league will not. We'll, we'll all be like uh, serving each other beans during the second Great Depression, being like, remember that time we were mad about the fantasy <laughs> Todd Gurley trade? Now none of us have a house. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, Crown Royal is doing something pretty cool this football season. They launched a responsible drinking campaign called the Water Break. It's all about encouraging people to hydrate between drinks for a better experience, whether at the game, watching at home or in a bar. Have a great time. Enjoy some Crown. Just don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. We've all seen that guy who drank too much watching the game. Make the right call. Take a Water Break. Sal, who made the right call this week? Well, you touched on it. Uh, I like the Rams and, you know, they had a lot of options. They could have gone Matt Forte. They could have gone Fat Eddie Lacy, Trent Richardson, Joyke Bell. Lots of great names out there. But they signed C.J. Anderson, like you said. He lit it up today. 20 carries, 167 yards. I'm not sure if that's the right call or if any call is the right call anymore. Can you put any running back in certain, certain schemes, certain systems? Does it matter who plays for the Chargers, who plays for the Steelers, who plays for the Rams? Not exactly sure, but I'm going to give it to the Rams today for C.J. Anderson. That's a good one, and I think you're right. Like, Damian Williams is another one. He looked fine yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson, what round was he drafted in? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. And I'm not even sure he was drafted. No, I don't know. I think he was. I'll look it up. Yeah. I wish somebody had had this conversation with Belichick before we spent a first-round pick on a running back. We yeah, could take was, a quarterback. That, that's where it started, I think, for the Patriots the, the, when they went against the grain for them. 249th overall, uh, seventh round, Chris Carson. Jesus. I mean, how many of these dudes are fourth through seventh or undrafted? I mean, he was such a nothing player. Some fantasy guys uh, traded him for a, a defense. Hey, that trade, that trade got me a bye week. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, if, Be- if Belichick called the Ravens right now and offered them Sony Michelle for Lamar Jackson, do you think they would keep him like in, like 
on speaker, but muted so they could all gather around and laugh to entertain her for two seconds before they hung up or no? Yeah, I think they would laugh. I, I would, um, I think it would be like celebrity roast, like spit takes from the, from the seventies <laughs> kind of thing. It'd all get a mouthful of uh, bourbon. My right call this week is the Ravens giving John Harbaugh a contract extension oh, at yeah. seven o'clock on Friday night. It was somehow there was murmurs that he might not be coming back mm-hmm. and they just squashed it. And it was one of those things where they were talking about it before the game last night. And it almost made me feel like between that and them talking about Lamar Jackson, he's ready for this stage, that whole thing. I was like, wow, the Ravens are going to win this game. And it yeah. was totally illogical. It was just because they gave a guy an extension and because one person mentioned that Lamar Jackson seemed ready for the stage. Right. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to cut, they're going to at least cover. But I thought that was really smart to make it so that that was not a topic um, that got the, it seemed like it might have, might have gotten the team fired up. I don't know. Yeah, but I think so. I think good. so. I, I think it's fascinating. I don't know who said it, but this team has played the same way for 20 years. You know, that's many quarterbacks for the Ravens. I mean, I know yeah. it's Flacco mostly, but. The Ray Lewis team played the same way. Isn't it weird that you kind of have the same identity for this long? I don't know any other team like that except the Patriots. Well, they definitely look for certain types. Yeah. Lamar is about as ambitious as they've gotten, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Because usually they just have the, uh, I guess maybe when they, they grabbed McNair there for a couple of years, but he he wasn't as athletic as he was in Tennessee. No. Hey, let's face it. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. That is bad. The thing most people don't realize is that ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. It could be an indicator that there's something more serious going on. Thankfully, our sponsor, Roman, has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor. Get treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED, ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. No waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You just have to visit GetRoman.com slash Bill. Fill out a brief questionnaire, chat with the doctor, get real FDA-approved medication. If recommended by your doctor, it's all prescribed online, delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go talk to a doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem guys don't want to tackle, but it really is important. And now with Roman, it's really easy to take care of. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash Bill. All right, we're going to do Guest Alliance for Week 17, breaking it up into uh, different little groups just so it's easy for everybody to follow. First group. say there are five lines that are not available right now. Oh, God. Well, that makes sense. It's okay. We'll get through it. All right, AFC South title. Titans are home for the Colts. Texans are home for the Jaguars. If the Texans win, Titans and Colts play to see who's the uh, sixth seed. If they right. if they tie and the Steelers win, the Steelers make the playoffs. But that's not happening. Forget the ties. Yeah, yeah. Forget the ties. If the Texans lose, winner of Titans Colts wins the division. So I have Texans favored by seven over the Jaguars. I have to find this thing. All right, I said nine and it's eight. So we'll split this one, right? That seems high. Oh, man. I thought it was low. I don't know. But then again, Jaguars, what? Is that two of the last three weeks? They won, a, they won in Miami. Why are they even trying? 
And was it two or three weeks ago they shut out the Colts? So who the hell knows which team is showing? They got a lead. That's it. Don't don't tease the Texans. Listen to me out there, America. I'm going to tell you what happened in every game the first because every team is playing a division rival this week. Texans won twenty to seven in late October. Hmm. Titans Colts in Tennessee. I have the Titans favored by two and a half. Yeah, I had, I said two. There's no line because of Gabbard. I guess they're maybe expecting Mariota to play, but I don't I don't see it happening. I gotta say, Gabbard made like two good throws in that Redskins game when it seemed like the Redskins might actually steal that one. Yeah, and I was Gabbard ready to write him plays. off for dead, but he uh he did he did play. I mean, you're not gonna get as much, he's not gonna run the ball. Um, but he's okay. He's focused. He's all right, he's a good backup. Poor Josh Johnson was filming a sports movie and then sailed the past 17 feet over somebody's head for the for the oh, pick. Man. And it's like, oh, that's why you're 32 and you've been on five teams. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was a strange game. The Titans, the Colts won 38-10 middle of November this mm-hmm. game. AFC North title. These are the these are the two teams in this group. Ravens are home against Cleveland. And the Steelers are home against Cincinnati. If Baltimore wins, Pittsburgh's basically done. Now, Cleveland could beat Baltimore. That's 100,000%. This could be their Super Bowl. Now you throw in the whole Baltimore um, used to be the Browns. They stole mm-hmm. the Browns from Cleveland. This is arguably the Browns' biggest game in like 12 years. So, yeah. This is why it should have been a Sunday night game. I wish. They should have America vote on who they'd rather see. I would rather see Ravens Browns on Sunday night, even if it's not worth anything. I think it would be more exciting than uh, than watching freaking Blaine Gabbert or Marcus Gabbert. Hey, I agree, Gabbert. Gabbert, uh, even, even though we just sang his praises, it kind of ruins the, the allure of that game. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Al Michaels, and there he is, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. <laughs> so I have the Ravens favored by five and a half over Cleveland. Now you're going to get this. I said seven. I went way high, and it's four and a half. Hmm. I don't know about this. That's Vegas. I don't, I don't know what to think about Baker anymore. I'm starting to feel bad for Hugh Jackson, a guy who caught, uh, had a job for many, many years longer than he should have. Um, I don't know why I'm feeling bad for him, but you're eyeballing him every play down the sideline. It's like, all right, enough already. The guy's got nothing. I guess he's got an assistant job. but He must have been a real asshole for Baker to act that way. He must have... Rub Baker the wrong way in a variety of different ways. Is it that, or is he that competitive that he's like, yeah, this guy cost me the playoffs. I'm seven, seven, and one. We would have beat the Raiders in overtime. We would have beat the Steelers. We we should be a playoff team. I kind of think yeah. that's that's it. But maybe it wasn't. Asking. It is funny. The Browns and Eagles are two of the best twelve teams. I think, mm-hmm. and neither of them are probably going. Well, that's how playoffs. we felt about the Chargers last year, right? Yeah, remember they weren't in. Like nobody wants to play the Chargers. They didn't make it. I think they can beat the Ravens. I really do. I think they can win that game. Steelers home for the Bengals, who really almost gave me a heart attack today. I had the Browns in a parlay with the uh, with the Bears, just the money lines. It was like twenty three to three or twenty six to three. I don't remember the score. You came back. Yeah. Then all of a sudden the Bengals scored, and then they scored immediately again, and it was an eight point game. And they're doing it. Yeah. Oh my god. There were three backdoor covers within like six minutes. Your uh, your your Patriots gave it up. Um, yeah. Cowboys, my Cowboys gave up a cover, and and this game, yeah, the uh, Browns Bengals. I tried like hell to get you not to like Buffalo, uh, not 
to like uh, the Pats in that Buffalo game? Well, worse than that, I had Pats over three and a half touchdowns, and they had, and it could be a defensive touchdown, whatever. And they had two touchdowns with nine minutes left in the second quarter, and then they, then they just, I, I don't know what happened. Like they, they just got went into, we don't care what happens the rest of the year mode. So sick of this team. I heard uh, I was driving to and from the airport on Tuesday and Thursday, and heard Lock It In, which is mm. on my Fox channel on Sirius, and I was listening to it. And they bring the ex player in, and you guys pitch them the bets, pitch them right. your bets, and they have to decide. Who was it, Schlereth? Or I heard TJ Hushmanzada. Oh, Hushmanzada, yeah. I think you should do one of these times. You should just make up a completely fake game and see if the guy notices. <laughs> Bushman's out actually bets. He was talking to me before the show. All these pools he's in, and, pl- and all this—he's taking money from all his friends. Yeah. Is that fair if a, if a player takes money from his friends? Yeah, that seems like insider trading. Yeah, that's a good idea, though. I do like that. Yeah, for just throwing two teams that <laughs> are throwing an NBA team against an NHL team and see if they notice. <laughs> all right, Steelers uh, home for the Bengals. I have Steelers minus eleven. You're gonna get this. I went ten. Biggest spread of the weekend, 14. Mm. Now we should we should point out that it's tough to win. It's it seems easy to to parlay all these big money favorites together, money line favorites, but it might be better just to take the first half because what ends up happening is you go scoreboard watching and the Steelers are gonna watch and the Ravens could be up. I don't know if this is gonna happen, but they're up 17-3 on the Browns late in the third. You might see some Steelers sitting players, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, which is why they should have the Steelers early and the Ravens late if they were doing this correctly. Oh, you you would give the Ravens the opportunity. Oh, I see. At, at night, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's be careful because it was the Bengals, albeit with Andy Dalton, who ruined uh, ruined the Ravens last week, uh, last year, right? I'm week telling 17. you, this could be Baker Mayfield. Yeah. This is this is how it happens. This is the biggest. What was the game when when I was still working at Jimmy's show? Derek Anderson played a playoff game for the Browns. We watched it in the office. We might have oh, right. been yeah, on it. It was a Saturday game, right? I think that was the last biggest Browns game ever. Mm-hmm. That was like 15 years ago. That was it, yeah. All right, two games for the NFC two-seed clincher. Rams home for the 49ers. Bears are at the Vikings. If the Rams win, they're the two seed and the Bears are the three seed. Mm-hmm. If the Rams somehow lose to the 49ers, the window's open for the Bears to sneak in potentially. Right. You really did your whole I am proud of you. I like Thanks. the way this is set up now. This is the this is the way to do it. So the 49ers have been pretty frisky now for three to four weeks. They really have played teams well that are good. Like they beat Seattle last week. I was sweating out that Chicago game today. Like, they were right in that game. This would have been their third straight upset, and Mullins on fourth down could have run for 20 yards. You were watching, right? I saw it, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know why he didn't. I think he thought he was going to get chased from behind. I don't think he realized how far the guy away oh, was. Man. But he had such daylight. It still would have been tough to score a touchdown on them. But um, yeah, the Bears barely survived that. I, I don't, really, it's weird that some of these teams are trying to win games the way they are. I like Mullins. Mullins has won me over. Yeah. He has no weapons at all. Like, Brita went out in the game today, and then one of his receivers got hurt, and he just keeps making plays and moving the ball. I think he's good. He's I okay. mean, he's good for, like, a backup. He's, you know, in that Tyrod Taylor kind of area. That team's going to be interesting. But did you bet under six wins with me? I don't know if you went in with me on that. 
after Garoppolo got hurt, they still had a line on them for um, over-under wins, and it was six. I stayed away from that, but uh, the one I'm devastated that we didn't do was the Raiders will get the top pick in the draft. would have been great. I don't know what the odds were for that. No, Do you think that's going to happen? Well, we'd be in it at least. It's them in the cards. My uh, Against All Odds podcast uh, co-host brother Bri went with that too, but he's freaking out because he thinks uh, they're, they're going to screw him over again. He's a Raiders fan. Well, we but have yeah, the Monday three, night game. is could be their last game in Oakland, right? Right. Yeah. That was yeah. another funny subplot today was the, uh, the Jets fans having a heart attack because the Jets were trying to beat the Packers and screw up their picks. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of these teams are <laughs> playing their best ball in late December. Yeah. Well, it turned out well for them. So... <laughs> I have the Rams by 14 against the 49ers. So I had 13, and it's only nine and a half. Vegas really respects this uh, 49ers Yeah, that's team. impressive. Yeah, I should have gone lower, too. I respect the 49ers team. I thought they would jack it up because the Rams have to win. And then I have uh, the Vikings favored by three over the Bears. I said four, and it's six. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Like I, I had the Bears favored, and then I did the went through that whole process that we always forget to do. And then I actually remember mm-hmm. to do it this year of, yeah, at halftime, if the Rams are up 21 to three, they're just going to rest everybody. Well, I'm going to, I'm warning you. Maybe, maybe you, you delete my number because I am going to be calling you all week and we're going to put the Vikings money line on a lot of things this week. Vikings win. And then next Saturday, the bears kick the crap out of the Vikings. That's how it works. Isn't it our destiny to lose one last time on, Kurt, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, probably. Kirk, don't call me Kirk Cousins. This is the time to do it. Three NFC wild card. This is this is the really interesting one. If we can figure out what happens in this threesome, we'll, we'll really have done something. The Seahawks are home for the Cardinals. If the Seahawks win, they're the five seed. The Vikings and Bears we've discussed. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are at Washington. Only two of these teams can make the playoffs. Right. I have the Seattle's in, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Only two, but Seattle's one of them. So it's either the Vikings or Mm -hmm. the Eagles. But I mean, I guess for the five and six seats. Right. Seattle, I have favored by 10 and a half over the Cardinals. No line on this. I had, um, yeah, I had eight and a half. So, all right. Somewhere in there. Vikings, Bears, we did. And then Eagles, Redskins. I have the Eagles laying four in Washington. I had six, and it's six and a half. Oh. You think that's too high for a division game? I think Washington's... I agreed with the guy who went off on the defensive coordinator after the game on Washington. Mm-hmm. I think they have good guys in their defense. I don't know why they lay back. They can get pressure. Right. That was weird. They should have beaten Tennessee. Yeah. I guess I just don't... Uh, I, don't know. I look at the, if there's no quarterback, you have to look at a running game, right? I trust Adrian Pearson to put up 100 yards every game. Yeah. He looked good. Know. Yeah. He look, he's, he's a fountain of youth guy. Eight and seven. That's going to be close. Yeah. I think the Eagles are done. I think they're going to be out. What a shame. I was really enjoying the Foles thing. Now let them go away. Enough. You, you work with 40 Eagles fans at the Ringer. I know, but I really wanted them the, to shut up. I wanted them to make the playoffs and then get bounced in round one after up. they got all obnoxious about it. Right. AFC seeds, the one, two, and five are still technically available. We have the Chiefs who can clinch the one seed by, by winning home against Oakland. Mm-hmm. We have the Patriots who can clinch the two seed by beating the Jets. 
And then we have the Chargers who are in Denver who are hoping that the Chiefs lose. Right. Is how this plays out. The, you know what's not happening? The Chiefs aren't losing to Oakland and Kansas City when the Oakland's going for the number no, one pick. I'm positive that's not happening. I have the Chiefs favored by 13 and a half in that game, so. I'm looking for a line for them. Um, no line. But what'd you have, 13 and a half? Yeah. I had 15. I think it's going to be even higher. Mm. 15. Yeah, that makes sense. Raiders on a short week trying to tank. Pats I have by 11 over the Jets. I think it's too high. I, I already I like 11 the Jets. Also, Vegas doesn't think it's high enough. 13. I like the Jets. Why do people keep giving the Pats these high lines when they love giving up the back doors? Oh, that was sickening. I know. If they played a, a quarterback with just a little more confidence today, that would have been a nail-biter for you. I just feel like Edelman's the only one trying on that team. Well, and they. how about there was that one play in the first half. He had he, he hit the guy in stride, and the guy lost the ball in the sun. Yeah, See right. See that? It's like mm-hmm. a 50-yard pass. Foster? Right. That was lucky. Pets have had a lot of lucky breaks like that this year. And, and you know what? They've lost to five. When could you ever say this about them, even when they had like two losses? Five losses this year, all to teams that are not going to make the playoffs And if, if Pittsburgh doesn't make it. Yeah, it's, it's not great. But Bizarre. They've beaten the Chiefs and Bears, though. Right. Chargers just, at Denver. I have the Chargers by seven. Who knows? Uh, I had it by six, and I think there's no line on this either. I think the Chargers were the big loser of the weekend in the in this sense. They had 10 days to get ready for that game. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly what the Ravens were going to do. They knew what the pace of the game was going to be like. They knew they were going to run the ball, run the ball, 40 seconds per play. And they seemed completely blindsided by all of it. Yeah. I wasn't I think they were blindsided by the refs a little too. Refs weren't they, great. They they got a little lucky, I think, against the Chiefs in, in a game we were vomiting over together uh, at the Ringer party last Thursday night, and I think it, it turned on them this week. Yeah, in general, I don't know why it's so hard to find this stat, but I I love to know when how many times teams have fallen behind by like ten or more. I think it's a bad sign. You know, ten or more. What do you mean? Ten you or know? more points during a game, because mm-hmm. like even the uh, Texans today, they're down thirteen. It should have been fourteen, but. The Pats have been behind double figures at least five times this year. Right. I don't think it's a good sign. And I don't think it's a good sign in basketball either. Like in basketball, the Celtics have been down 10 plus like 15 times this year already. Yeah. Well, this year, I think in basketball is an anomaly. Like all the good teams have been down a bunch. of t- Toronto's beaten everybody by 25. All right. Next category is clinched everything already. Saints. Home for the Panthers, Cowboys at the Giants. I went Saints by three over the Panthers. I have no idea what to do with that. Did you pick one? I said four. Uh, let me see. It didn't have the line on this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything for this. No. I mean, you know what was stupid, by the way, in that Saints game? The interception thrown by the guy who's not Drew Brees, the 50 yarder. Taste on Hill? Yeah. Number seven? Not sure. Not sure I would have broken out the uh, bomb by not Drew Brees. They have him in really weird situations, like third and fours, and where they really need the first down. And yeah, I wouldn't use that guy as much as they do. So it's it's going to backfire on them at some point. It's adorable. It's a fun regular season thing. But once you get to the playoffs, I don't want that guy throwing fifty yard passes. I agree. I agree. You have too many studs on that team. Cowboys, Giants, the clapper. 
What's what? Do you, your record could be what? Ten and six. We're yeah, we're nine and six now. Wow, a ten win season for the Clapper. And miraculously, I win that my big futures bet was over eight and a half for each division winner. And this is obviously the NFC East was the one I was worried about. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Cowboys. Thank you to a much lesser extent, the Clapper. But uh, Jerry Jones for making that trade. Yeah, they look good today. I mean, they actually didn't look that great, but Randy Gregory did, did something that wasn't horrible. Elliott had over 100 combined. And we have the best field goal kicker in history, I think. I mean, Brett that's... Lamar. 59 yards. That's pretty frightening that the Cowboys have a good field goal kicker. I'm not yeah. ready emotionally for that. Yeah, it's nice for when you have a quarterback that throws for a buck 60 every game, you need a kicker that boots it from 55 plus. Cowboys, I have by three over the Giants. I had the Cowboys by three also. It's the Giants by seven because they're sitting everybody. Jesus. All right, we're going to take one more break, come back with the poop factor and parent corner. Let's take a break to talk about Zoom. Video conferencing has changed the way we do business. Fewer long-distance trips, more FaceTime at the click of a mouse. By 2018, the clear winner is Zoom. They deliver flawless video. They deliver flawless video, too. I can't speak. Pin drop, clear audio, and instant sharing across any device. Desktop, laptop, tablet, mobile. Share anything with anyone. A word file, a spreadsheet, a presentation deck. Zoom is everything you always wanted video communication to be with some amazing features you didn't think of. You'll wonder how you lived without them. Visit zoom.us to set up your free account today. That is zoom.us. Meet happy with Zoom Video Communications. Back to the podcast. All right, the poop fecta. These three games are horrible. There's no fantasy implications. There's daily fantasy, I guess. Mm-hmm. You do a little fanduel.com slash BS. Dolphins at the Bills. Wow. I don't know what's at stake. <laughs> I can't think of one thing. I'm going to say Dolphins by three. I said Bills by two. It's Bills by three and a half. Really? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I think this type of game, they don't care who's playing. It's home team gets favored. Rough year for the uh, state of Florida. Remember when the state of Florida started out 6-0? and that's right. And I think they've probably won six games since. Totally. Well, maybe it's getting better because um, three of the top four teams that Flacco is supposed to go to are from Florida. God, who would you, who would you least rather have, Flacco or Eli? I think Eli. You wouldn't want Eli more. Gosh, I don't know. I think Eli. Although Eli has like some mystique to him, right? You see like one last... Flair. I would want no. neither of them. I would rather have the kid on the Niners. You want Mullins? I would take Mullins over both of those dudes. People were saying Mullins over Trubisky. Who would you want? Oh, wow. As we were watching that game. Really? That was a yeah. conversation? It's weird. I really hope Robert, May- the ball. I hope Robert Mays is listening to this right now. He's <laughs> furious. You won't like that? So upset. <laughs> Packers home against the Detroit Lions. I have Packers by seven. Yeah, you got it exactly. I had six. Lions have packed it in. And then Bucks, Bucks are home against the Falcons. That is truly abysmal game. Jameis mm-hmm. did. Did you see Jameis today? Losing track yeah, of sure. losing track of what was going on, like on the one yard line. And mm-hmm. God, he's like a high school quarterback. It doesn't look like he's playing for his contract year, right? Mm. He's playing to get released from his contract so he could be the face of the new XFL. 
That's right. Vince has big plans. Bucks. Yeah, uh, I had minus two here for the Bucks. I had two and a half. It's a pick them. Yeah. Well, there you go. We've guessed the lines. Did we do it? We did all of them, right? We did yeah. card Seahawks. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So if it's assuming what we think is going to happen happens, mm-hmm. barring something crazy, round one is going to be, I mean, I think Indianapolis is going to be Tennessee, right? We like Indianapolis. Yeah. I break it down. Texans home for Indy, the Saturday morning game, the Saturday night yeah. game, Bears home for Vikings. And then Fox gets Dallas, Seattle Sunday, and CBS gets Baltimore Chargers rematch. So Fox is the big winner of this whole thing. Why so? Well, because they get either both of those NFC games are just big market, better games. Oh, they're better, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dallas, Seattle, and Chicago, Minnesota, those are just good Mm -hmm. games. And then if they got Chicago, Philly, that's even better. Right. Baltimore Chargers, we just saw it. That's a fun week, though. That's a fun week. I, honestly, I, I said it last week. I think the Chargers have a better shot doing this from the road. I really do. It sounds like they have the greatest. I don't know. Does it matter? It's the worst. You look up. Uh, you look up Chiefs Chargers. Char- look at pictures of that game when it was in L.A. All red, a sea of red. So, yeah, why but not the, play it on the road. The thing is, it's not like the Ravens are going to have a ton of fans that travel. That's probably. A good team for yeah. them to play, I would think. Right. There's no there's no way Baltimore can get to the three seed, right? No. They're uh what are they? Nine and six. They can't get there. I can't believe the Pats got a buy. Yeah. I, I just can't believe it. Only four out of thirty two teams get a buy, and they're gonna be one of the four. Well, the problem is all the good teams ran out of shitty teams to play. Patriots like, ah, oh, we have the Dolphins, we have the Jets, and we have the Bills. We'll win two of those, and we'll get the two seed. It's really uh, it's really embarrassing. We should yeah. mention, um, before we get to Parent Corner, we do that wins pool every year that we've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> we don't need to mention it. No, this. I want to mention it. <laughs> and uh, I had the fourth, 18th, and 25th picks. I took mm-hmm. New Orleans fourth. I took Tennessee 18th, and I took Chicago at twenty five. All three won again today. I'm at 33 wins, so with the week right. left. Nobody's ever had 33 since we've had this pool. We've had this pool for like 10 years. No, I know. Yeah, I went Patriots, Lions, and Seahawks. I'm going to have two playoff teams, but I wasn't even close to you. So you had Patriots, Lions, Seahawks. So the Lions were the ones that screwed you. But you, oh, yeah. So you were like, what? You had the first pick or the second pick? I had, I think I had the first pick, right? So you yeah. had 120 and 30. Mm-hmm. 120 and 26. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 120, 26. So if you had taken, there were a couple good teams left. Dallas went early and we all laughed, and Dallas is going to win 10 games. Mm-hmm. I love the wins pool. The wins pool is the best. I think- it's good. People are like, you know, when you're not in first place, you do keep track of the score. When you're not in first place, we get two updates a, a year. And uh, when you are in first place, we get two updates an hour. You know, so- I really resent that. Daniel <laughs> said that, and that wasn't true. That's not what happened. That's not how it played out. House House is going to finish second. He had 8, 17, and 21. He took the Chiefs, Bengals, and Redskins. And the Bengals started off hot, too, right? Right. We, it looked like House Redskins, was going to win Redskins, too. All three of them. Yeah. And then Lewis has the Rams, Colts, and Bills. He was 2, 15, and 29. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to hit that third team. The Cowboys went 24th. 
So Connor weird. had the Chargers, 49ers, and Cowboys, 10, 12, and 24. And what killed him was the 49ers at 12. Well, Garoppolo sticks around. He's right there with you, yeah. Right. But if he had taken, who was 13? Oh, so. 13th was the Jaguars. That was no good. 14th, Panthers, no good. Ravens, Ravens 15th was a, a good number. What a stretch. It just goes to show you how stupid the uh, NFL is. Yeah. Texans were 11, and then the next three were all like just shit shows. All right, Parent Corner, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, uh, my five-year-old now, my four-year-old turned five, turns five next week. Um, so, and, and it's, uh, it's really hectic with Christmas, but you know, obviously he has to have a separate party with everything else. So we have it at one of these, uh, trampoline places, adventure plaques or something where there's 14 parties going on. So he invites everyone in his class and a couple of relative kid relatives, cousins and everything. And he loves the Hulk. He loves everything about the Hulk. He loves the Mark Ruffalo Hulk. He loves the uh, Lou Ferrigno Hulk. We'll watch old episodes. He makes me fast forward through the boring parts of the David Ben. And believe me, there are ba- really boring parts. Like for an hour, he hulks out for like a minute and 10 seconds. Right. He hulks out twice, which has- You're talking about, about the ones from 40 years ago. Yeah, exactly. He would always he would hulk out at around the 28-minute mark yes. and then at like the 52-minute mark. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, it's, 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 Abysmal. Isaac, did you ever see this? No. The Incredible Hulk from 40 years ago? From 40 years ago? No. I only saw the one that was relatively recent, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Bill Bixby was the Hulk, and he would just, he just had a knapsack, right, Sal? He barely had any clothes. <laughs> and he would yeah, go he for- was David Banner. He had a knapsack. It was, he'd rip through his clothes every time he hulked out. Did they have enough CGI? Like no, they had no improvements. No, they had red no. contact lenses, oh, and then he would God. make a face like he was constipated. I got to check right. this out. And he would blow through his clothes, but each week he would be working at like a rodeo, yeah, or he'd be working like on a movie set, and then something would go wrong. Somebody would mistreat he was a an doc- actress. He was like a scientist, and and he didn't want to have problems with anybody, and yet trouble found him every week. Everyone and it was to always hard. But the end of every show was him sadly walking, yeah. hitchhiking with the sad, incredible Hulk music, and it. He used to tear me apart emotionally. I was just like, God, poor, poor guy can't find a really home. sad. Yeah, and wherever he ended up, it was the same situation so, but, the next week. But the, those, the shows, bad, those shows, those shows are really won. slow, though. I can't believe your son's watching those. They're well, he makes me fast forward. He gets mad. But he makes me fast forward to the good parts. Okay. We know by now. But anyway, you could DVR these, and they're on the, with those channels in the Direct TV, like twenty, twenty four, twenty seven. They're yeah. they're in there somewhere. But he loves the Hulk, and all, all he does is talk about the Hulk. He got his Hulk costume. For uh, for for Halloween, like the middle of October, and has worn it every day since. So now we're talking like seventy days straight. He's worn it, so he wants the Hulk at his party. So we hire this Hulk. Right, we find out the morning of the party something happened to the Hulk costume. I don't know what if he spilled something on it or what. He didn't go into details. He can't be the Hulk. I was like, well, what what are we gonna do here? We we already paid this guy two hundred and fifty dollars. He's gonna go to a kid's party. He's like, well, I have an Iron Man suit. I was like, all right. My boy's going to be very disappointed, but dress as Iron Man. That Wait, the fine. guy you paid to be the Hulk couldn't be the Hulk? Never, never told us why he couldn't be the Hulk. Something happened to the costume is what it did. And I, I, didn't, I felt like one more question. I would have been uh, just so disgusted in the answer that I, I, I yeah, didn't even Yeah, it sounded like a, like an amateur porn accident or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what could have spilled on it? That would have been satisfactory to me. So I was like, all right, I'll leave it at that. You got your money. What else can you be? He's going to be Iron Man. 
Great. He shows up as Iron Man. We already warned my kid and he's like, he's, he's not happy, but fine. Iron Man showing up. So Iron Man shows up and all the kids attack him. And I didn't even know what he was going to do. I don't know what he's going to do. I thought he was just going to stand in the corner, but no, he, he brings out balloons. Mm. I guess he twists balloons. And um, I, I don't know if he was trying it for the first time, but he had this whole pat, uh, this pouch of balloons. He made me hold the pouch and my kid gets the first balloon. It's his party. And he says, I want a green balloon. So this guy has three green balloons out of a hundred. So he pulls out the first green balloon. He starts twisting it and breaks it immediately. And then he starts on the second one, makes me fish through this pouch. I get the second balloon, same thing. I was like, dude, you only have one more green balloon. And by the way, this is taking like three minutes per balloon. And there's uh, 12 kids asking for a balloon. So uh, do you want me to help? I was like, how about you take your gloves off? And now he's not supposed to speak, I guess. I said, take your gloves. He's like, no, no, no. That would ruin the costume. I was like, all right, let me twist the balloon then. I just saw what you did. It wasn't that spectacular. I think I could do it. He's like, nope, I'm twisting the balloon. Third balloon pops. That's it. No more green balloons. My kid eventually gets a purple balloon, and then two other kids get a balloon, and then they're throwing us out of the trampoline place because it's too late. So he, I forgot to tell you, he showed up 20 minutes late because he was putting his costume on in his car, and it took forever. So there you go. So I don't know what the moral is, but uh, I walked away from that party, uh, much like David Banner with the knapsack on and the sad music playing in the background. I have an important question. Was the guy Brad? <laughs> I should have hired Brad. Went, Why didn't I just get a costume and hire Brad? It could not have been worse. Why didn't you just hire Brad, give him $200 to paint his face green? And he could have yeah. just, he already has the clothes post Hulk yeah. rip. Where his his word depending on looks the time like, of day, he may not have even had to paint paint his face. Oh God, I don't miss those birthday days. The other one, the the other classic is the bouncy castles, where yeah. it, it's just somebody's getting like a mild concussion. You know, you have the yeah. twenty two kids just flying around in a bouncy castle. We put our kids in like car seats, and right. we go out of our way to just protect our kids at all time. And then we throw them in this unsanitary bouncy castle and they just ricochet off each other completely uncoordinated and, and yeah. bang heads, knock each other's teeth out. It's all fine. Right. Yeah. Best case scenario, you come out of there with like a four day flu. <laughs> right. It really is the, it, it is like germ central. It's right. whatever that, what was that movie? Outbreak? Yeah. Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. It should have been, it should have been starting in a bouncy castle and not from meat. <laughs> It should have just been a bouncy castle in LA. I've seen how they wash those down. It's not, it's not a, it's not very, you know, they take some bounty and they, uh, I think they lick it and then they wipe the walls. <laughs> they use saliva to wipe it up. Yeah. So last week we did Parent Corner. My son gave his Christmas list. Oh yeah. A couple of days ago, got an email from Mattel saying, Hey, we heard your son's things. We want to send him some advanced WWE toys. Oh boy. So I make the mistake of telling my son this. Mm. You can imagine how it's gone since. Does Mattel make gold chains? <laughs> That's would have been even better. Dad, when are they coming? Dad, did they say when they're coming? Why do kids ask the same question 735 times? <laughs> Dad, did you check your email? No, yeah. I, I told you it's going to be early January. Dad. So anyway, so I have that so puck on, but uh, my wife decided to get this big Monopoly game, really mm -hmm. nice, like wooden Monopoly that you can put on a table and it actually looks like part of the table. Yeah. Nice. Looks cool. So my wife's parents are here and 
I'm watching football in the back and everyone decides to play Monopoly. And my son, my son decides he's going to be the banker. Mm-hmm. Do you want to finish the story? Can you imagine how this one, knowing what you know about <laughs> my son, how do you think this went with my son as the banker? Uh, I don't think he ripped himself off anything. That's for sure. Right <laughs> now he, he, uh, he helped himself liberally to money to the point that, um, my wife got mad at him and pointed out that he has his own pile. He's not allowed to pull from the bank. And then he said that he, well, you're the banker. You're allowed to get paid when you're the banker and everyone explained mm-hmm. no. And then he got mad and ended up storming off. And that's how the Monopoly game ended. That was it? Yeah, he was embezzling from the bank for 20 to 25 minutes and finally got called out on it. Screaming match with my wife and then stormed off. So there you go. <laughs> it's yet another example of why he's he's um, going to be living at home until he's 40. Monopoly is six and a half hours long when you have a legitimate banker. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you're arguing with the banker, it, it goes into a three-day session. My son is a banker. Sounds like a YouTube series, that like a YouTube <laughs> comedy series where he's the banker for important Monopoly matches. Uh, Not even positive oh, he, he you knows what? how to add. By the way, he's going to be testing toys for Mattel. I hope you put two and two together here, right? Get him that job. Oh, like that Ryan's toy thing? Yes. Yeah, I mean... They said they had some new ones that hadn't come out yet, which mm-hmm. that's really the secret sauce for my son. That's Even good. if you're, he's getting it like four hours before other people, he feels like mm-hmm. it's, you know, 17 yeah, years. You're, ahead and of, you're cool in his eyes. That's great. Yeah, I'm definitely not cool in his eyes. But they, this was, <laughs> by the way, I'm surprised he hasn't barged into Ask Me It Again. Uh, so Christmas, you have to be waking up at... Uh, I don't know what time you're gonna get up to put the presents under the tree. Well, we do it the night before, but um, but yeah, these kids go to bed really late now too, so it's stupid. But yeah, we we'll, we'll probably wrap and and put them under at like one one thirty, and probably be up at six thirty seven. What about you? God, well, now my kids know that uh, you know that nobody's coming down the chimney. But do they know not to open the gifts until yeah, you yeah, wake we up? wait, we wait till Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. It's a, it's weird the the Tuesday Christmas, kind of like it. It's you end up with basically the whole week off. Who's gonna it go back to work good. this week? I have to work tomorrow. I work Christmas Eve. Oh, you're doing lock it in. We're doing lock it in. Yeah, we have to go over all our uh, our bad big bowl games this week. There's a lot. We scaled on. it back in the ringer, right, Isaac? Yeah, it's only me on the podcast side, at least. Yeah, Isaac's the, he's going for some sort of award at the ringer. He's he does it all, man. That's great. Listen, if you're short, uh, you know, short-handed there, I know a really shitty Iron Man who could uh, <laughs> use a few hours. He was the backup for this. What's the next song, Isaac? The next song? We I don't know. Do, we got to do one. A lot of people have been tweeting at me with suggestions, and they're mostly Clippers related because I'm a Clippers fan. But I don't know. Maybe something with Boban. God. So I took my son to see the Clippers the other day. Yeah. The uh, the Luka Doncic game. That was a bad beat for you, right? Yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, they they uh they didn't cover by a half point the oh. the Mavs. Boban, first of all, it's it, it, like for little kids, he's he's got to be one of the five most popular. It's like Curry's one, Giannis is two, LeBron's three, yeah. and Boban's probably four. Mm-hmm. Ben, all he wanted was Boban to come in the entire game, <coughs> and then he uh then he came in, he played well. He karate chopped some dude and got a flagrant foul. Ben, I've never seen him happier with anything that's happened in a sporting event. And then Boban got fouled, 
and was at the line shooting free throws and the entire Staples Center chanted MVP. Really? Yeah. And Ben was going nuts. Boban, he thinks so. Maybe, but Mattel last week, maybe Boban this week, maybe Boban will reach out. Wow. Maybe Mattel can make a Boban action figure for him. Oh my God. If, could Mattel do that? Maybe. Yeah. We could do anything. Why not? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Sal, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours. Isaac, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Thanks for yes. listening all year. Sorry if we lost you guys' money and you're, you're unable to get your kids' gifts uh, as a result, but we'll do better. Merry Christmas to Iron Man. <laughs> uh, thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Don't forget to watch Sal. Unlock it in on FS1. And don't forget about Against All Odds. You're not doing Against All Odds this week, though, right? No, we got we have the week off, but we're going to come back with uh, real strong for the... Uh, for the college football championship and wild card round and everything else. January is one of your wheelhouse months. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot going on. All right, Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you. <laughs> <laughs>